0: What do you do when you don't feel any of the feels? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today I'd like to switch gears a little bit. We've been talking a lot this week about pushing through fear, acknowledging what you're thinking and feeling, pushing through it to the other side to get to the life and business you want to create for yourself. If you've been listening to the episodes this week, you can see that as I've talked about it, I've gotten really emotional, and I've been really tuned in to all of the feels, as they say in this uh, current um, uh, vernacular, I guess, for lack of a better word. But I also know as a member of a lot of the different coaching groups that I'm in, and a lot of different membership sites that I'm a part of with online business community building and online business owners, that one of the things that does sometimes happen for just regular every day, Um, you know uh, people but also regular everyday business owners is that at some point they stop feeling anything it's not that they're burned out it's not that they've gotten frustrated it's not that they've gotten stuck they just kind of become numb This happens to business owners at certain points of their business development, but it also just happens to people. And numb might look like spending hours just literally numbing out to Netflix, to YouTube videos, to reading um, books endlessly or consuming podcasts, to not doing the things you said you were going to get done that day, but numbing out. It looks very different depending on who you are and how you move through the world. When I numb out, I tend to um, just stop doing work on my business. I tend to just do a lot of, um, I guess I drive around a lot, I'll listen to music, but I don't ever intentionally realize that I've taken my foot off the gas pedal. I usually don't realize it until somebody starts talking to me or asking me questions about my business in a detail oriented way where I'm like, wow, I haven't thought about that in a while. I haven't been paying attention. And a lot of times when people get stuck in their businesses, or they get unhappy, and this happens again, too, on both sides of the equation. So you might be feeling this in your personal life. You don't really realize it at first, you might just tell yourself you're tired, you might be telling yourself that you have a lack of motivation. But something happens either consciously or subconsciously, where you just find yourself stopping you're not participating in relationships on the level and with the intimacy that you're used to doing you're not participating in your life on a regular so maybe you're not finding yourself something to do on the weekend that's going to distract you and be fun and a worthwhile way of spending free time or you might not be going that extra mile paying attention to details you just start to notice that things slide as a therapist, it's my observation that more often than not, when people are numbing out, they are not the first people to figure out that they're numbing out. It usually affects the people who live with them first, the people in their inner orbit, their inner circle. So their spouses, their kids, their family members, their close friends will start to realize they haven't heard from you in a while, will start to realize that you haven't been around or you haven't been messaging back or you haven't been returning phone calls. But for some reason, reason you have checked out. And a lot of times when people check out, they have no idea how to check back in. And the first thing that a lot of people end up wanting to do is they just want to go back to normal. They want to like shake it off and just say like, I have to get back to work. I missed two days. I wasted time. I procrastinated. I lost my motivation. I just have to get back to it. That's actually the wrong answer in terms of what I've observed and experienced with the clients I've worked with and with my own personal experience with this stuff. My first piece of advice to people when you have checked out and you notice you've numbed out or somebody has come to you and said, hey, where you been? Like you haven't been around. I haven't heard from you. Are you okay? Or you notice that your sleeping hours have changed and you're sleeping more or you're sleeping less or you've shifted your diet patterns. The first thing you want to do is a little bit of a gut check and check in as to why. Because you may need to stop. You might need to hit the pause button. And short, sure, it's not the most functional path on the planet to just do it mindlessly and to just do it without intention. But we can quickly switch that so that you're disconnecting and recharging with intention. But in order to know what needs to happen next and what would be best for you and what will get you feeling like you're ready to return to the land of the living, the first thing we got to do is check in with you as to why and what's going on. I used to always. I'm out at towards the end of winter, beginning of spring, back in New England, because winter is just so hard. It's filled with so many details, so that by the end of it, I don't really want a grocery shop. I don't want to come up with any creative new idea for my business. I just don't want to. And so, when you catch yourself in that place, it's worth looking at why, and starting from a place of curiosity and self-compassion. In the entrepreneurial space specifically, I feel like there's a lot of pressure to always be on it, to always want to hustle, to always want to be in the grind. And that's nonsense. It's not realistic to maintain, and it sets us up for failure because if we don't move through the world naturally that way, we suddenly think we failed before we've even started and had it out of the gate. What I'd rather you see and look at with yourself is what went on. Did you say yes to two? many things? Did you say yes to too many people? Did you get in over your head with a task? Were you well organized? Did you set yourself up for success? What the heck happened? Because if you can look at what happened, you then can with mindfulness and with intention, identify for yourself what you need. And you may with mindfulness and intention, decide you need some unplugged time, decide that you actually need a break from peopling, that you You need a break from focusing on your business. That go, go, going isn't working for you and you need to take your foot off the gas, dial it back and take a break. And if you do it mindfully, you're not numbing out because you're gonna set an end date on it. You're not just gonna decide for yourself, I need to check out, I need to unplug, I can't take care of myself anymore, I'm just gonna take two days or I'm just gonna take as long as I need. I want you to really look at how deep into the hole you got and what realistically you're going to need to do to get out of it. And that might mean giving yourself an initial 24, 36, or 48-hour period of not dealing. But then you might, because life demands it, be required to go back to the land of the living, but also return with a plan for more self-care time, more reboot time, more recharge time. But until you look at what went off the rails, why you went off the rails, and show yourself some compassion and validation for how you got there, the first thing you'll end up doing is beating yourself up. Which makes you play small, which makes you feel less confident, which affects your confidence. And then you start making decisions in your personal life and in your business life that come from a place of shame, embarrassment, remorse, or regret. Those usually aren't the best ways of making decisions. Those usually don't move the needle in your business and they certainly don't help you in your personal life if you just rush and go and fix it. The next thing that I want you to think about, per- particularly if you find yourself numbing out in terms of your personal relationships is identify it with people say out loud hey like I know I've been on this couch for 10 hours and you haven't seen me move and that must make you think and feel I don't really even know what's going on with me but I want you to know I'm figuring it out or I got really overwhelmed with something at work and I found myself stuck and frozen I took a day but I didn't check in with you on it I'm sorry but this is when I'm back. If you talk to people and you acknowledge what's gone on and why it's gone on, there's so much more capable of being there for you, of supporting your need for space. But when you just check out, and I hear the story the way this typically goes, is that one spouse decides without checking in with the other spouse that they're going to sleep in for a weekend morning. So there's kids in the house and one spouse just says, you know, sort of silently decides I'm not getting up and suddenly dealing with the kids, getting on with the weekend, all of that just immediately falls onto the other spouse without a conversation. But if you can say to your partner, hey, listen, we've got a Saturday morning coming up. I need two extra hours of sleep. Like, can you watch the kids? Can you get them going for the day? And then at some point when I have more energy, I'll give you those two hours back and give you a break. But say it out loud because what ends up happening is when you just take that time and you don't communicate to your spouse or you don't communicate to your people, they just feel as though you're acting. Entitled, that you don't care about them, you're not thinking about them, that your time is more valuable to you than their time, etc., etc. And it creates a conflict that's completely unnecessary if you were to have just communicated transparently. And the same is true in business. I can't tell you the number of times people have engaged in business professional relationships. They suddenly feel like they can't deal and they don't communicate about it. They don't tell their teams, they don't talk to their VAs, they don't tell their staff, they don't tell their clients, they suddenly just kind of go off the grid for two days. Nobody knows and nobody knows why. So then it starts to affect people's perception of you and your business as a professional when all you need to tell is like, hey, things got really crazy. I've been back to back with deadlines. I really need a mental health day. I'm going to be gone for two days, but I should be back on day three. And this is when you can expect to hear from me. So often people avoid these conversations because A, they don't feel like they should have to tell anybody their personal business. They don't feel like they should have to ask for permission. But also, too, they don't want to hear themselves say that out loud, that they don't like that story about themselves. So they avoid saying it out loud in order to avoid the potential conflict within themselves that it could create. But if you're willing to own it, just kind of unapologetically, matter-of-factly, to the point to say, hey, I'm in a mood. I'm having a day. I'm just a little bit grumpy. And you don't add extra weight of more story or add a pile of shame to it, it's really easier for the world to accommodate you. You become harder to accommodate when you don't communicate because then people make up stories. They fill in the blanks with their own imaginations, with their own assumptions. And you know how that goes when people make an assumption. Um, So it's that idea that you want to keep the lines of communication open. Once you have gotten that break, once you have caught your breath, that's when you kind of have to go back and look at your recent decision making pattern and ask yourself, like, what did I do that wasn't working? Did I did I like say yes to too many things? If you're an introvert and you said yes to three extroverted marketing opportunities, no wonder why your quarter past done. If you're somebody who doesn't like a lot of people interactions, but you've suddenly like found yourself booked up with 12 calls in a week, of course you're going to get overwhelmed. Likewise, if all you scheduled for yourself is website tasks, content creation, billing, and other paperwork tasks, and you're a people person, you haven't set yourself up for success either because you haven't given yourself the thing that gives you energy. And so often, people numb out when their gas tanks are empty. Sometimes they numb out because it's avoidant. Obviously, sometimes they numb out because they're depressed. But when people check out of their lives without paying attention, it's largely avoidant. They're usually trying to avoid a hard story, a hard decision, or what they imagine to be a hard truth about themselves. I can't tell you the number of times I, when I'm poking at people about why they've numbed out and why they've stopped taking action in their business and doing the things that move the needle. They really have No idea until we poke and dig a little bit deeper, and it's because they've had this secret thought or feeling that what they're doing just is never going to work or isn't working, or they find themselves not knowing what to do next, so they just kind of freeze and stop. But if you can tune into what you don't know and you can identify the questions you have, then you can figure it out. Everything is Googleable, everything's figure outable, but you just need to figure it out. But what ends up happening? Is people feel small with what they don't know. They feel unsure of themselves with what they don't know, and they get themselves good and stuck. If you can just be curious with yourself in a non judgmental way and look at, like, what have you been doing? How have you been spending your time? Have you been moving through the world in a way that's consistent with you? And if you haven't, what are you willing to do to get back on track? It's easier to come up with a plan. So, for example, I have a client who absolutely hates flying, hates flying, prefers to stay local, would prefer if she had her way to just work home all the time. But she has a busy travel year ahead of her between business opportunities and a few personal opportunities. She's going to be traveling a lot. And when I checked in with her on how she was doing with all of it, She was able to say, I'm exhausted, I'm not happy, I'm self-sabotaging in my business, and it was all because she's been living outside her comfort zone. What we have to do to get her back on track is to get her inside her comfort zone. So I want you to think about that for a second. Sorry about that. I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to sip <laughs> I was trying to clear my throat without you guys knowing and that did not work. Um sorry about that. But what I want you to think about is this idea that if you recognize that for one reason or another, you have by design had to build your life or your business outside of your comfort zone a little bit, then you are going to have to figure out when you're going to catch a break. Because we do that all the time. So for example, for me, it's way outside my comfort zone to do last minute travel. I like to plan ahead. I like to know ahead of time when I'm working, when I'm not working, but obviously things happen that can't be planned and I had to unexpectedly go out of town last weekend. And so I was a little rattled and I wasn't on top of the details because I'm not used to planning so quickly and having to make so many decisions so quickly. If I know that about myself, I'm going to give myself some slack around that decision making, but then I'm not going to add anything new or outside my comfort zone on top of that plate until I've caught up with myself, until I've given myself some kind of break, until I've been able to take a breath and get back in tune with myself. That's what self-awareness is. And when we're talking about mindset, self-awareness is critical. We are not ever going to a hundred percent be able to tailor our worlds our businesses and our environments in a way that's specific to us but when we can recognize that we are outside of the way we most comfortably move through the world that we need to do something differently to get ourselves back on track we get control back we're back in the driver's seat of our lives And we're back in the driver's seat of our businesses. When we don't do that, we're in that reactive stance. And what ends up happening when we're repeatedly and over and over again reacting, we stop becoming the drivers of our lives and our businesses. That's how that process happens. And the only way to undo it, the only way to get out of that mess is with mindfulness and intention to stop, pause, be curious about what's going on, identify what the need is, be willing to give yourself that need, communicate that need to the people who need to know, and then allow yourself to plan better going forward. When you walk yourself through that process, numbing out stops becoming dysfunctional. Numbing out starts to become a form of self-care because I absolutely believe that for some people, self-care really does come, happen, in recharge within that numbed out state. For me, if I numb out, I don't get recharged. I have to be mindful and intentional about it. But I've had enough clients and I have enough friends and people in my personal life to see that some people really do need mindless time. If you need mindless time, take it. But do it with intention because that's the other thing and that's the flip side of this is if you are somebody who needs that unplugged time but you haven't said out loud I need unplugged time and I am giving it to myself I am allowing myself an 8 hour day with nothing but watching TV you're not going to be recharged by that that's what happens when you're sort of numbing out in a dysfunctional way is it doesn't recharge you. It adds a pile of shame. It makes you less confident. It lets you, you know, feel less confident managing things because you haven't built yourself back up. But if you can tune into, I am doing nothing for the next eight hours. This is a gift I'm giving myself that's how you get recharged. That's how you tune in. So it's this idea, like the way I sort of describe it, is I have kind of a playlist of music that when I really need a little bit of a reboot, when I need a little bit of a recharge, I tell myself, I'm just going to play this music and maybe I'll read this magazine or I'm just going to lie down. I'm just going to give this to myself and then I take it in and I get refreshed and I feel recharged. If I'm just driving and I have that playlist on, I'm not recharging. I'm not taking care of myself because I'm not mindful about it. But when you tell yourself with intention, this is the time I'm taking care of myself. Clearly, something has been going on. I've been overwhelmed. Something prompted me to check out. So I'm going to check back in with myself. I'm going to figure out what it is I need, what I need to do next, and I am going to plan for it and communicate it. Then you set yourself up for success. You're more productive and more functioning for your relationships and your personal life, and you're more capable in your business life. Numbing out with intention is possible. Numbing out subconsciously without intention just makes a mess. And you don't want to clean that up. I wanted to start this conversation just to get people thinking about it. I notice a lot of times in these business discussions that I'm in where people realize they just haven't taken any action on their business. They haven't been doing, never mind doing all the things. They haven't really been doing anything. And then they don't know why and they don't know how they got there. If this is you and you recognize this either in your personal life or your professional life, this is the walkthrough that you need to do with yourself to get yourself back on track. It's not always easy and you're going to get stuck, but I bet if you ask yourself these questions, you identify what your need is, you show yourself some compassion, I think you'll start feeling better way faster than simply numbing out mindlessly um, without paying attention and without intention. So thanks so much for joining me today. I'm so glad to have had such important conversations with you this week, and I look forward to talking to you again next week. If you have any questions, you need anything from me, you can always find me over at heather at heatheratchoosetohaveitall.com. The emails with listener questions are starting to pile up in my inbox this week because I ended up just chatting with you all instead. So I'll be getting back to your listener questions next week, but if you have anything that you'd like my eyeballs on, definitely let me know, and I'll have you covered next week. Thanks so much for today. Bye for now.